Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah, so make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, we get into episode 3, Innate Beings. Coyote Thunderhawk dives into the understanding that we are all innate beings. From that sacred moment of birth to where we are right now, we all know what we must do to heal from any situation we are in. It is the divine power of God, and that is from within our sacred self. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. So, okay, well, let's see. We had the introduction. I spoke about some things that I've been experiencing over the last nine months in my life, and I was doing my best to kind of invert this this concept of puppet versus master through that introduction on different levels as to how we live our daily lives and with all that goes on each moment of each life how much say are we deliberately lending ourselves in our lives and no matter how things turn out, are we able to be accountable to what we're deliberately doing and trying to get us going in the direction of thinking consistently whether or not we are puppeting or being puppeted or whether we're on the path of mastery each and every day as we become more aware of our autopilot our default so then we went into episode one and talked about this motion space and time and 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 it's just everywhere you know even you know our our life is motion space and time you know i was born and now it's 60 plus years later that's chronological time frame linear time frame that's time that's a from point a to point b there's been space between that filled in with an experience with experiences and that's all been motion so trying to point out on the macro and the micro scale what's going on on the universe this this universe all that's out there is just increasing 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 and and that that big macro scale and bringing it back to just our little micro lives you know in our in our little houses and how we uh you know what what do we get up and do every day and for what reasons and then coming to the the second episode that will be coming out this coming Wednesday but we're recording prior to so that right. probably doesn't really matter but that's how we operate in the way that right. we record and right. release these episodes so and there talked about conception and birth because from the very beginning of time there's this thing about increase this this need to reproduce things are always multiplying becoming more in that sense in this light and energy and so out there in that idea of this increasing universe and then bringing it back to us 
and how I kind of went and talked about kind of on this uh, level of two people coming together and, and then they're having children and what is all this about conception and birth and how does it take place from that macro and micro scale and then even onto the wavelengths of uh, possible, you know, maybe you know, on an entrepreneurial level or any uh, level really, uh, parents or anything where getting ideas and then acting upon those, conception and birth. Uh, oh my gosh, I just had a great idea. And then two weeks later, somebody else, you hear about it on the news. Hey, somebody just had a great idea and they patented this. And it's like, God, I just thought about that. Well, that's because it was in the great pot of the divine intelligence in a sense. And somebody grasped it and acted upon it. Mm. So that's how that works in that sense of conception and birth. But bringing it back to what are we uh, bringing to in our thoughts every day and what are we birthing every day through our thoughts, words, feelings, and actions. So today we're talking about innate beings. So how is all this theming up to puppet versus master? Well, I've been thinking about that because we don't even know what we're doing each time. But I would say we trust spirit and we know that it will be what it needs to be because we already put out this thought force, this, we're going to do these podcasts about puppet versus master. We want to give information to others that listen that will ignite something within them where they become a better version of themselves immediately. And then even become a better version of themselves again and again and again. And is there an area, I, I just wanted to interject right here, where this innate being for me, like I'm this in, innate being, and then there's these in, innate beings around me, spirit, and s I notice that sometimes I get in the way, and it kind of causes a disrupt um, upon my path in a way <laughs> like is that because i kind of observed that about myself and sometimes others where when we are on this path and all of a sudden maybe i guess that's ego kind of just gets in the way where we're shutting down maybe other information trying to come to me and i maybe a busy mind or something like that gets in the way of this okay great 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 pause with that please hey siri What does innate mean? Innate means inborn, natural. Pretty simple. So I said pause with that for a minute, and I brought this technological device into play to give a uh, basic so-called Webster's definition of innate so that we can start from there. But this whole thing of innate, I'll say it like this. So around 1994 and a 94 fall or something perhaps, or spring of 95, somewhere and I can't remember. And my daughter firstborn child we were she's about three then we were up on a hike up spanish fork canyon hiking up towards spanish fork peak 
And I wanted to have her on my shoulders and I wanted to get my heart rate up, get my exercise going. And she wanted to go with me. We, we enjoyed doing that, but I really wanted to get a good workout that day. And she kind of had a different idea in mind. And so what she was doing was she was saying, I want to get down and walk. So I'd put her down and she was walking. And so I, what I started doing, I thought, okay, well, she wants to walk and just kind of sweep her hands across the plants as she's going up the trail and just really taking her time in all of this. And so I would hike up the trail a little bit and then I would hike back to her and hike up a little bit and hike back to her. So I was getting my heart rate going as I would go up about, you know, 30 yards and back to her, up about 30 yards back to her as we're going up this trail. And I got to the one point where I was turning around to come back to her and I watched her take the top of a plant. She plucked it right off the plant. She stuck it in her mouth, but she placed it in a very specific place. She put it in between her teeth and her gum and her lip down there on her gum. So I was very curious. I beelined right to that plant. Well, the common name of this plant, or one of the common names is gumweed. One of the uh, common features of this plant on a medicinal level is good for canker sores. She had a canker sore. So, innate. To me, we come here already knowing everything. I spoke about that big pot of divine intelligence. It's, it's, the, it's the Webster's Dictionary. It's the knowledge book. It's the wealth of information. It is everything that ever has been, and it's available. So there's a big pot of information available. We come from that. We are born through this conception and birth. We come in with this motion, space, and time. And, and then we are here. We come in as innate beings, innate beings, okay? We come here knowing everything that we already need to know. And if we're lucky, we will have the guidance from other beings here, other innate beings, but they have been manipulated perhaps by this environment and it has lessened their innateness or they have never come to that or haven't understood that they have this eternal divine intelligence within them, within them, a map, if you will, that is the tapestry of life, the life force, which we all are. So we come into this flesh form and then we have everything around us. And like I said, if we're lucky, we get to grow up knowing that we are eternal knowing that we're connected to this earth and this spirit in this most fascinating way, knowing that we have all the information inside of us, but even more importantly, how to learn to trust that. And what kind of notifications go off, if you will. You know, you think about your phone all day. You trust those little notifications. Well, there's little notifications through our senses that we get. And when it comes to following the spirit, I call it the truth detector like that. Boom, truth. Wow, warmth. Ding, 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 truth. Whatever that is for the person, learn what your truth detector can do for you, okay? So innate. So here's my daughter. She takes that. She puts that plant in there. 
She did not know what the plant was, but she knew what the plant was because she was going with her innateness, walking. She had a canker sore, see? So she put that plant in there. She knew what to do. I didn't have to tell her. And I didn't have to go down there. I didn't go down there and say, get that out of your mouth. I didn't do any of that. I went right to the plant. So thank you that I already had the opportunity to come to know plant medicine and what was going on so that I could go to the plant and thank goodness that I already knew through working with a lot of youth in wilderness therapy prior to having children that there's an influence in the way that we respond. Our immediate response can do a few things. The way that we immediately respond can take us down different paths so quickly and it's, sometimes it's a little bit hard to get back. But if we pause for just that moment, I go down, I look at the plan, I identify it, I know what it is, and I was blown away. I just let her keep going. I didn't say a word to her. We just kept going up the trail, but I knew that she knew, and it validated a lot of things to me. So when you're talking about, now coming back to that, that piece that we were talking about, innate beings, and then innate beings around us, of course. Okay, so we have beings that have not maybe come down and perhaps uh, experienced a flesh. You know, maybe there's that possibility and they are around us. There's that divinity. It's this energy. Okay, they, the, and the, these beings around us, so some are at higher frequencies than others. We call that maybe, you know, darker or lesser than uh, up to higher and higher, you know, um, infinite or whatever on that, not infinite, but... Uh, just more on a, a love and light energy, okay? okay? And so, innate beings, we come here, and immediately we have all this information coming at us of the world, okay? It's, it's this linear world that we get programmed with. And we get programmed with it based upon, so when two people come together, Okay, they come from two different places usually. One comes from one family, one comes from another, or one comes from an environment of what maybe a family was because I worked with a lot of kids that didn't have any knowledge of who their biological parents were. Okay, they only had a knowledge of a system that they were in with foster care, and they only knew that certain people could only care so much about them. And some of them might have had a good experience with people that truly did care about them. But in most cases, they were only offered what those people could offer to somebody that they might have been thinking they were trying to help as a child. Okay, mm -hmm. so here comes all these different experiences. Two people come together and then a baby is born. And then you have one parent saying, well, I would like to offer this child this. I would like them to know these things or, or something like that. Maybe there's never a discussion because then we're on default. We're on autopilot and we offer that child information regardless Okay, then that child has to discern somehow, you know, somehow, but they don't know how. They don't even know what discernment is, but there's innateness in there. Mm -hmm. And somehow, even later in life, even when somebody is 50 years old, we can strip all this worldly away through the shamanic ways and we can go and help them see clearly who they are on an eternal perspective and an innate level so that they can unwind all that seem to be about guilt or about regret or you know, all these other things, having dis-ease, in other words, within our systems, and to be able to get back to that and understand that, wow, I don't need to feel <laughs> bad that I didn't remember that I'm innate. 
Can I use, I'm going to use an example like for myself, right? Before meeting you, if I was in the wilderness or something, I, in a ailment, let's say like, I'll use like, okay, like a little bit of heat stroke maybe, you know, or, and it would almost, I would have no idea even what to do in that moment. And I remember just a little bit ago, and I do this all the time now, whenever I'm in the wilderness and I don't even have to be having some particular ailment upon me, but I'll use a, another example where I was, I could kind of feel symptoms of, I just got too much sun for so I would just go and gather sage on my hikes and I would just start to eat it because that's what I innately felt was like, get some sage, see the juniper berries, perfect timing. I would go and I'd be like, man, I... I could chew the seed. It's so fresh, you know, and it just, it gave me that energy and I felt much better than beforehand. I would just almost kind of like you say, like kind of feel bad or like, you know, pissed off or whatever. That was never going to be a benefit for myself. So maybe again, kind of going back, I got in my own way kind of a thing. So. That kind of brings up this part about the life force this idea of energy, we're all from the same tapestry. We are that which is in the plants and, and, and the plants commune with us. We all have this, what is called ESP, but it's, it's not really this, uh, extrasensory perception or whatever the extrasensory perception. It's this innateness. Okay. We already know everything. We do. Bottom line, we know it. We've been programmed programming is basically input okay and so when we look at our lives from the time that we were conceived there has been input there has been things coming to us and all that information is cataloged as experience we don't know how to judge it until we're taught to judge it we can only be what we know as i said before and then wow you know, um, think about that for just a minute. We can only be what we know. So if we want to be more, we have to know more. And how do we trust if we know more? And then what do we do with that? You brought up the idea of ego. So when we acquire more knowledge, are we smarter? I would say, let's look at this again, okay? So I'm a doctor. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. Okay, that's from Star Trek, <laughs> if nobody knows. Okay. And so we get this idea. And I talked a little bit about that too, about our titles or what we think we are as to identifying in this world. But we are only one thing. We are innate. We are innate beings. This is divine. This is eternal. We're having an experience here. Every millisecond is part of that experience. It's cataloged. But we have power. We have such beautiful, unique, humbling power oh. that has nothing to do with ego. It has to do with remembering. And remembering what? That we come from a pure stream of love, the life force. When you're taking that sage and you're putting it in your mouth, you're equating yourself to that. You're, I am the life force. So here's an illustration. I'll try and give a quick illustration here, folks, as to the real power in the life force of these plants. So I had taken two gentlemen out to a remote desert location here in Utah to experience a, I can't remember if we were doing a three or four day wilderness survival experience. So we'd set up camp, we stayed overnight, had some unique experiences 
uh, one of them, a Yaqui friend of mine, he had said, hey, I, I, uh, there's, I feel this energy. Do you feel that? Well, we'd had all these other experiences, never really talked about them. But I was having things in my mind, etc. And he was having things in his mind when they were kind of similar. But anyway, so then we do. We feel this really, really, really intense, dark, invasive energy is what I could describe it as. And it was coming fast. It's like, we got to pack up, pack up now. So we're packing up everything, okay? And the other gentleman was struggling a little bit with all of this, but he was going with it, not knowing because he did not feel this energy. Hmm. Now, we started to leave our area after we got all of our gear together. The uh, other gentleman said, oh, I forgot something. I don't remember what it was now. He went back, got it. We could see him uh, in uh, eye contact the whole time. We weren't that far from where we just left. But then he said, wow, I feel it. So we get we get down to the merging stream. There's a, a year-round running stream in this area there. And <clears throat> there's some cattail that's growing in that stream. Now, I didn't notice the cattail at first in the sense of, oh, there's some cattail growing. We're beelining our way out of there. But I'm not really feeling any fear. In fact, none whatsoever. In fact... I got to that little merging stream and spirit said, hey, get some cattail and give everybody some cattail. So, okay. So very calmly, I reach in that stream that I'm standing in and I uproot some cattail and I take my knife out and I cut a piece of this cattail off and I say, here, Rick, eat this. He put it in his mouth. He put the life force in his mouth. See, spirit never lies. Mm. Cut another slice off. I said, here, Alan. His name was Alan too, but he spelled his A-L-A-N. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then I took and I sliced off a piece as well for me. And then I replanted that cattail back in that creek. And then I took that piece of cattail for me and put my knife away. And I kind of looked up in this way of, thank you. And I put that cattail in my mouth. And right when that cattail went in my mouth, there was the loudest blood-curdling scream, but it was deep and growly and gnarly, and it echoed through those canyon walls like no other. It was very long-lasting. It seemed like it went on and on and on. What I knew was that we had all just taken within us the protection of the life force. That dark energy did not like it. It was very, very, very peculiar intrigued. Now, was it really a dark energy? I don't know. I, I am thinking at that time back then. Other people don't like hanging out with me sometimes because of these experiences. But I kept going out to that location alone. And sometimes for long times. I've seen things. I've experienced things. There are... Other beings 
and they like me. They like that I love Mother Earth. They like that I love Father Spirit. They like that I'm a caretaker. They like these things. They like pure heart. Sometimes we don't know that we're not pure heart. So when those other people were out there, they didn't want those other people out there. One of them had some other intentions, perhaps, behind all of it. Perhaps there was other time periods of uh, war where some spirits don't like, and they remember when I say innate, these spirits, they don't have this forgetfulness in front of them. These innate beings that you're talking about, they don't have that, that veil, as we have called it, or uh, this programming or anything. Uh, but when a person dies and they go back to that understanding, they can only have the state of being in which they're in now and then getting the remembrance. There might be a level of, oh, shoot, man, <laughs> I forgot when I was in my flesh and now I remember. And so sometimes that can be a frustrating experience for a spirit being to just all of a sudden get kind of slammed with the uh, remembrance that, wow, I had some opportunities to do some things while I had my flesh and I didn't. So right here is a very powerful reminder, okay? You know, that thing of conception and that thing of birth, if you get an idea, act on it. If you get an impulse, act on it. One little quick story here. Talk about innate. We know. We already know things, okay? So I've told this story before. I'm in my car. I told the kids, wait in my mother's house. I'm going to back the car in. I'll honk. So, uh, you know, my weird, strange ways of organization, okay? <laughs> Whatever the heck that was back then. And anyway, so I'm in the car. Start the car. I'm going to back it up. I put it in reverse, and I'm just getting ready to put the foot on the, on the gas pedal. And I hear very loud, stop. And all of us, and I hit the brake hardcore, both feet on the brake. And right around the back of my car, I hear my little girl come around and say, Daddy. So spirit loves us. Spirit tells us things. We have all of that going on. I know everyone listening has had that experience where it's like, I knew, I knew, I knew. Why didn't I do something about that? I knew where my keys were, even something that simple, let alone the in-depth experiences we have where we know we've gone against our innate. But don't look at it like you went against it, okay? Don't get upset with yourself that maybe you didn't listen. Be like this. Say thank you for opening up that spectrum of remembrance. I want to learn more. See, knowledge, okay? I want to learn more. No ego, humbling. I want to learn more so I can remember. I want to remember. So here we are on this planet right now, folks. We need to remember who we are. We're innate beings. We're eternal. Okay, you want to go into this about puppetry and mastery with some uh, real power? Yes, you do. You don't want to just listen to some guy saying, hey, you know, so, you know, you go to work today and are you a puppet or a master? Well, you know what? If you're going to work today, go as a master. Okay, who cares if, who, if you're working for an employee, that doesn't mean that you're a puppet. It means that you made a deliberate decision to get a job and you have an employer. Okay? You're the master. When you go every day, you go with your innate power. You go with your innate knowing. Wherever you go, there you are. Okay, So be that in which you want to be. Be that in which you know you are. Be that in which you want others to see. Be that in which you can ignite that light within them so they be that as well. So we're not walking around in a cloud of stupidity anymore as human beings. See clearly what I'm saying, folks, in a very loving, a very wonderful <laughs> way. We are innate 
beings. Don't suffocate that out of your children. Trust them. Let them grow. We are innate. We know. Trust it. If you can't trust yourself, you're screwed. Sorry, that's probably why if you don't trust yourself and you know that and you've had some issues in relationships and things about trusting, that's probably very easy to say, okay, I want to begin trusting myself. And again, don't be mad at yourself. You are where you are. That's the best place to start. Get excited. Be happy. Be grateful. Get on the move. Innateness is everywhere. All right. There we have episode three of Puppet versus Master, Innate Beings. The idea and understanding that we are all innate beings and surrounded by angels that are innate beings is a wonderful feeling to me. This reminds me to slow down and listen to those angels and listen to Mother Earth and her medicine. As Coyote Thunderhawk says, it is the life force. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to share this with your loved ones, family, and friends. Give us a rating and follow us so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening, and much love and God bless.